What's up everybody, it's Ross and welcome to the 1% Daily Podcast. How are we doing everybody, it is Ross and welcome back to the 1% Daily Show. I hope you're all well. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better about the podcast recently. I posted two podcasts last week and I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's downloaded them and shared them. I'm pushing for two podcasts this week. This is the first of two and the second one will be going out this weekend. And uh, yes, I want to say a big thanks and hopefully I will continue carrying this sort of like positive and uh, really, really intentional move towards making this podcast better because um, like I said it's been getting lots of love and I've coming up with so many ideas based around the podcast so if you're new to the show it is the 1% daily show 1% of your day is just 14 minutes and 24 seconds so imagine taking just 1% of your day to improve yourself if you're not sure what I mean by that or are unsure about what steps to take or what it means to define success. That's what this podcast today is especially about. So what I've done is is I'm doing something slightly different with the podcast. The next kind of eight and a half minutes have been taken from a uh, conversation I had last week with a bunch of student athletes in Australia. And it was really, really cool. I got to share my story with my definition of success, how I sort of came to being in the position I am right now with regards to how I define success. So it's really, really important to make sure that you own that ship. And today's podcast is all about that. So without any further ado, I'm going to let this podcast play out for you. And then I'm going to add some little bits on the end for you to stuff for stuff for you to take away and get hold of. So guys, here we go. Enjoy this. It's kind of from Australia, but it's not really because I was downstairs in my kitchen. But enjoy. <laughs> Now, in my mind, I'd gone down to Limston thinking, right, okay, um, the first week in the field, that's going to be horrible because I just don't know what the elements are going to come. I don't know how they're going to play out. And then the second week, the fitness tests, in my mind, I was like, right, I've got these squared away because I'm fit. Um, I've done all these tests before. In my mind, there were going to be no problem at all. Once I got down to Limston... The first week out in the snow ended up being far better than I expected. I mean, we had some horrible weather. It was like minus eight, but it was dry, just just cold. So I got through the first week, and then we came back onto camp to do the uh, commando tests. So there's four commando tests. There's the uh, nine-mile speed march. There's what's called the endurance course. There's the uh, Tarzan assault course. And then you have what's called the 30-miler on the last day. Now, you've got to do all these tests throughout the week. And in my mind, I was like, right, cool. I got these. These are going to be the easy ones. First week was brilliant. Second week was going to be test week. So I do my nine-mile speed march on the Monday. No problems with that. Pass it straight away. Everyone passes. On the, the second day, we have what's called the endurance course, where basically you start off camp and you may have seen some adverts in Australia. We have them over here where they're talking about the Marines. And basically just shows them going through tunnels and through like ice and all the horrible stuff. That's basically what the endurance course was like. You go through what are called smarty tubes. So imagine like tubes which are no wider than my shoulders. And you're crawling through there with a weapon and loads of kit. It's just horrible. So what happens is you're set off on the endurance course in uh, timed intervals. So basically the fastest guys in the troop go first. 
So I was in the first group of three, and we go off, we do the endurance course, we get round it, we come back into camp. It takes about uh, an hour, an hour to do this, about 60 minutes. Get back into camp, shoot the targets, knock them all down, and me and the guys are sat there like, right, we've passed this. This is gonna be perfect. The second test done, no worries. And then one of my commanding officers came over, and uh, he had some choice words to use. He said, guys, you've messed up. He didn't use the word messed. He used another word that begins with F and sounds like duck. And he told us that we'd messed up. Uh, and I said, sir, what do you mean we've messed up? He said, you've gone the wrong way on the endurance course. I said, well, we followed a train rank. There's no way we could have gone the wrong way. He said, no worries, I'll go away and I'll speak to somebody. So I turned to the guys I was with, I said, look, guys, we're gonna get screwed over here. This doesn't feel right. So my boss, the officer, makes a phone call. About five minutes later, the trained rank that we were following turns up next to us and I can see them having this conversation. You know, they're talking to each other and the officer's going, right, did you go this way? And the, the other guy is going, no, I didn't go that way. And at that point, I knew we were gonna get absolutely turned over here. So the officer comes back and he says, look, guys, this trained rank over here says that you followed him, but at that point on the course, you managed to get in front of him and then he spent 10 minutes shouting at you and calling you back. So basically, he just like, just lied, made sure his self was looked after and screwed us over. So because of this, the officer came back and said, look, you're gonna have to repeat the test. So to put it in context, you get 72 minutes to complete the course. We did it in 62 minutes. I said, sir, look, we, 10 minutes, we could have, if, if he was shouting at us, we could have gone back and redone that part of the course. He said, it doesn't matter, you've got to reset the test. So I'm like, okay, we've got to reset the test. So all of a sudden, what I thought was going to be the easy part of life for that week had got switched straight away and it was out of my control. It was somebody else had influenced my part of my life right there and then. So the next day, we have a third test, which is called the Tarzan Assault Course. And it's a freezing morning, there's snow on the floor, there's ice, and uh, basically we had to do this slide here, on, that, on there, you can see me sliding down the rope. We had to do monkey bars, there was loads of stuff to climb over, and again, it was set off in timed increments. So I'm at the front of the, I'm the, front of the group again, I'm going over all the obstacles, I get to the monkey bars, and they're frozen, and they're over water, and I slip off and I fall, I break through the ice, the ice is like up to my armpits, and it's like, I'm just hanging out basically. So the guy's screaming at me, get out, go again. I swing out on the monkey bars, I fall off again. And if you fail one of the obstacles three times, you fail the course. So I go out again, I slip off through the water. This time I go right under and uh, he just screams at me, get out and carry on with the rest of the course. So I crack on with the rest of the course. I get to the end of the course, finish it in enough time, it's fine. And then, uh, I'm sitting on the floor, literally just sat on the floor and I'm shaking like a dog. Like a, I'm just, at, I'm, I'm so cold. I've got no control of my hands. I'm just shaking on the floor. And some of the guys come up to me, they're like, Ross, why are you wet? And I was like, look, I fell off the monkey bars. I fell through the ice. And they were like, you had to do the monkey bars. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, we didn't have to do them because they were frozen and too slippy. Uh, so they made us do push-ups instead. So again, I'd gone through something that I was completely out of my control 
And because of what I did, it actually helped other people not have to do the same problem, okay? But in my mind, these tests were gonna be the easy bit, all right? I, was, I knew exactly what I was gonna have to do, but again, they changed, all right? So later that afternoon, I had to go back and complete the, uh, redo the endurance course. And again, same course, gone out of camp. We've got 62, we've got, sorry, we've got 72 minutes to do it. I come in, I'm like, right, there's no way I'm getting this wrong. And I go, I, I end up being something like 45 seconds off the course record. I came in at like 58 minutes. I was like, there's no way I'm having anybody come in now and tell me you've messed this up again. So I took back control of what was going on in my life there and then, okay? And then the week goes on and on the last day you do what's called the 30 miler. So you basically carry a massive big rucksack with about 25 kilograms of weight in and you go running across Dartmoor for 30 miles and you've got eight hours to do it. And again, it's in January, so it's just honking. Uh, we do that, I get my green lid and everything is brilliant, okay? Now that was six years ago. Now, my definition of success has completely changed. You know, I've got two kids, I've got a business, I'm still involved with the Marines, but my definition of success has changed. So what's gonna happen in life for you guys, especially at your young age, you're gonna go through life and find things that look like, right, I should be doing this. But actually you might be doing it because someone else has told you you should be doing it. Or you've maybe not taken enough control of it yourself. Like what happened with me on the tests, it's easy to be influenced by other people, but at some point you've got to take back control. Now, You've also got to, and this is kind of like the, uh, the other side of the coin, you've got to be prepared to listen. Every day is a school day. That's like the best expression ever. Every day is a school day. I continue to learn every day from everybody. I'll learn something from you guys today, okay? So every day is a school day, but you've got to match that up with you being in charge of everything that you do and why you do it, okay? So for me right now, being successful, it looks like walking my kids to school or going on holiday with my family or talking to a bunch of athletes in Australia. That's what success looks like for me right now. And that's different to what it was five or six years ago. So for you guys, your definition of success will change as you grow and get older and mature, okay? That's all right. But the important thing is it's your definition of success. So how was that? Did it work? Um, I'm trying a new thing together, trying to make sure I get more impactful podcasts out and making the best use of my time and your time, hopefully sharing the good stuff with you. So I love my conversations like that. That was um, a take on the TEDx talk that I did last year. And uh, I still think it's really, really important for people to hear that story and understand that Success can be defined in lots of diff very, very different ways. My definition of success will be very different to yours. The important thing is that once you've started to understand that it's your definition of success, you own that shit, okay? And you've really got to take full ownership of that, which means you are in control of it. And for some people, actually just writing it down or asking themselves that question for the first time can be quite daunting and quite hard to do. So kind of the takeaway for you guys today, if you've not done already, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I, I talk about this all the time with my clients, is 
you first of all need to define what success looks like for you. So I encourage you to go away, have a think about it. I usually work around six dimensions. So you've got psychological well-being, your health and fitness, your wealth, your career, your family, and then yourself. Okay, there's six areas in, in, in life. And what I do is when I work with clients and when I spoke at this before in the podcast is I get you to imagine where you are right now in each one of those areas. So each one of those six areas, imagine where you are right now and give yourself a score in those areas. And that score might be out of a thousand, might be out of ten, whatever's easiest for you. But obviously make sure you use the same scoring system across the board. Give yourself a score. And what you find is when you look at those scores straight away, maybe two or three of them will sort of jump out and be like, right, these are the ones which I can see straight away need to um i need to work on if a couple of them are really really close and you're not sure i suggest you then do the next step and the next step is right where would i like to be in five years two years three years one year from now with regards to those same scores so for example if you picked uh, relationships and you said right i'm currently a 500 but i want to be a 900 in a year's time that's a big gap of 400 that you're trying to fill so that tells me that's quite important to you so give yourself scores for where you are right now but then write down where you want to be in a year, two years, three years, whatever time frame you, you, you choose. That then allows you to every day take steps towards that new definition of success. And every time it's challenged by somebody else, you can refer back to that definition of success and go, right, it's OK. If people don't get it or they're saying stuff that doesn't resonate with you, that's OK. That's not their def- definition of success. It is your definition of success. And that's the important part. OK. And then once you've done all this, you can then take the one percent daily principles, which is 14 minutes and 24 seconds, and just apply that every day. You know, start off maybe just once, twice, three times a week, sitting down and really, really putting yourself first and putting that thing that you're trying to improve on first. So it might be trying to learn Spanish. So imagine what you could learn if every day for 14 minutes and 24 seconds you started to learn Spanish, how quickly you'd start to develop the language. It's really, really important and really, really insightful. Guys, I've got to the end of my show. It has been the 1% Daily Podcast, 14 minutes and 24 seconds. I am coming to the end of it. Guys, remember, life is one big game. Make sure you play it your way and maximise your potential. Bye-bye.